Hello and welcome to Phoning It In, the improvised phone-in show where the callers have no idea what they're calling in to talk about. My name is Dave Coffey. Uh, I'm a bit like Apple, uh, the multinational technology company, not the Beatles record label. Um, I'm like Apple because I think different. I think cycling a bike on the same road as cars is like bringing a knife to a gunfight. Have you ever tried to stab a car with a knife? I have. Doesn't work. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. We're going to kick things off this week with our question of the week. The question of the week is, what's the worst thing a sibling has ever done to you? Um, Jamie, your brother performed minor surgery on you. We were watching this YouTube video about uh, a lad with a sixth finger, and he thought, well, wouldn't it be funny if I lashed another finger on my brother here? And, uh, of course, there was no fingers to spare, so... What's the next best thing, he thought? A little twig. And in a, a little twig in my hand. And um, I really haven't been the, the same since Scarecrow. He used to call me after that. And how, how did he attach the twig to your hand? Well, uh, he put me under anaesthetic. Uh, uh, in that he essentially just knocked me out. And uh, how, did, I, how did he knock you out? Uh, he, he bought one of those uh, little rubber batons off eBay uh, that you see in the... Uh, that you see on in the spy films, smacked me with it, uh, put a twig in my hand, and look, that's that's me, Scarecrow Man. And do you still have the twig on your hand? I still have. I dialed. I dialed this number with the very twig finger. And why wouldn't you get it removed, Jamie? I've always wanted a nickname, Dave. Um, you know, yes, it's brought a lot of. A lot of hardship, it's a lot of depression with it, um, but at the end of the day, I'm the Scarecrow, I'm the Scarecrow Man. And you've, um, you've really embraced that? that. Wholeheartedly, but uh, I mean, my, my hand is quite gangrenous, right. even, even still, and um, you know, but uh, hey, I'm the Scarecrow Man. And have you embraced being the Scarecrow Man in any other ways, like how you dress or...? Um, I like, like to put a bit of straw in my cuffs. You know, having people think, oh, you might be made of straw. You know, yeah. uh, uh, you know, I, I painted my painted my nose a bit brown, like like your man in the Oz film. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, of course, I wear a wide brimmed hat. Yeah, of course. And how are things between you and your brother now? Um, brilliant, brilliant. I got him back. Did oh. a proper tin man on him. Oh yeah. What did you do? Wrapped him up in tin foil and uh, pushed him down the stairs. Right. <laughs> Is he okay? Uh, no, no, not at all. Um, not at all. Uh, he's very, very badly injured. Um, but, uh, you know, he's got a little squeak to his wheelchair now. And I'm like, sounds like the Tin Man could use some oil. Okay, well, I'm glad the story has a happy ending. Thanks, Jamie. Thank you. Terry is on the line. Terry, um, you, your sister stole your business idea. So, in a way, um, everyone's walking around... With the dogs these days. Yeah. And you know they all have leads on the dogs? Yeah. A Bluetooth lead. A Bluetooth lead. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, how does that work? I mean, if it's not obvious, I'll explain it to you. So, you know the way dogs uh, feel pain, Dave? Yeah. You're like aware most, of that, yeah? Yeah, most animals, yeah. Yeah, that's been proven, Dave. Uh, well, if they go beyond the 20 metres, they get a little shock to their neck, which actually injects little uh, thumbtacks into their neck. And they'll obviously know not to go any further. Yeah, okay. And you're not going to believe it, but me, uh, me sister Mary, she took that idea and she rolled with it, and now she's 
well, I'm not going to say she's making millions, but uh, in my opinion, she will be very soon. And, I mean, why did she do this? Why did she take your idea and run with it? I'm obviously, I'm smarter, I'm better looking, I'm funnier, I'm cooler, I have more friends in school. Um, and she didn't like any of that, so she obviously wants to uh, outdo me. So then when I came into the family dinner, it was a Christmas dinner, and I go, I've got a great idea. Uh, you see Fido over there, uh, it's an original name, but it, my, my mum took it, not me, my mum uh, gave him the name. I said, wouldn't it be great now if you didn't have to have that fucking lead? Sorry, don't mean to swear. Um, you had a Bluetooth lead, and my mum goes, Jesus Christ, uh, that'd be an absolutely wonderful, wonderful thing. Because the lead would be pulling on her arm, you know, yeah. my mum has a bad arm. Yeah. Yeah, you know what a bad arm is? I do, yeah. Um, so she'd be pulling the arm off her, and my dad would be saying to her, Ah, oh, Jesus, Mary, you can't be walking the dog, you'll break your arm. And of course, that's an exaggeration, but my dad cares a lot for my mum, so he'd be saying he'd be saying exaggerations to keep it's, her safe. It's coming from a good place. It, no, it's coming from a very good place. Ah, ah, that's coming from a good place. But what Mary did, coming from a dark, dark, evil place. She just kind of smiled, you know, a little sinister smile from the corner of her mouth, one corner up out, and she said, Excuse me, I think I've had my fill. Didn't stay for the Christmas cake. Stalls upstairs, gets out the pen and pad and starts jotting down ideas. And basically, she just took my ideas. And then she's fu- she went on to Dragons then. And that didn't work. They had to get out. Uh, they said, I'll I tell you what, I, I'm out. But that, that sparked the kind of, you know, the interest. Well, some people would say that, you know, coming up with a business idea is, is only a small part of it. It's actually the making the business come to life is, is the real hard work. What's the subtext of what you're saying there, Dave? Well, I mean, we've all had great ideas over Christmas dinner, but... Oh, have we, Dave? Let's hear, let's hear your great idea. Come on, we've all had them. Let's hear your great idea. I mean, I don't want to go into all my various business ideas now, because... Oh, I just want to hear one, Dave. Well, I'd be afraid someone might steal it and... and exactly. Yeah. Now we're on okay. the same wavelength. Okay, yeah, yeah. We were on enough. different wavelengths, and now we've met in the middle. Well, look, your sister Mary is on the phone, and oh, she has a different side to the story. Mary. Sorry, this is, this is absolute bollocks. Do you... I have been talking about that Bluetooth lead since 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 last Christmas over dinner. You're lying, Mary. The well, no, that, that, that would add up because that's... Mary, you were so drunk last Christmas, you couldn't have spoken about the ham on your plate. You're talking absolute nonsense. Look, we all had a bit to drink, right? Look, I look after myself. You'd I look after than... my kids. I'm allowed to have a bit of a drink, okay? I came up with that Bluetooth lead. I said, wouldn't it be great if the dogs were running around and you didn't have to pull them and you didn't have to be, you know, they weren't pulling the arm off you. I even said pulling the arm off you. Yeah, but that's all you said. You didn't say anything about Bluetooth. You just said, wouldn't it be great if the dogs were running around and we didn't have to worry about them? That was that was all you said. Do you want do you, do you want the idea back? Do you want do you want it back? Uh, listen, I respect that you and Donald came up with the tech side that I hadn't quite mastered. I want if we could shake on a 50-50, because it was my idea. Right. Oh. Is that? Did you say right? Look. We, 60-40, right? Is that a deal? Oh, Jesus. Dave, you're an absolute miracle worker. And I'll tell you what else. You can take all those lawsuits for all those dead dogs that have been running off with no lead as well. No, hold on a second. I didn't want to kill the dogs. No, you said, yeah, I'm almost broke with these lawsuits. Yeah, the dogs you... are running all over the place. It's a shite tech. Uh, I, I said thumbtacks, not nine-inch nails, Dave. Uh, Mary, that was, that was your idea. Well, You said, oh, Jesus, even more pain, even less trouble. That's actually what you wrote on the website. Well, that's what... Look, I... I've I've lived a, we've lived a difficult life. Do you know what, Terry? We've lived a difficult life. I thought we know pain can sometimes lead you in the right direction. I know. So I thought sure, I got the idea because that's what uh, my and Pat used to do to us. If we were going too far away, they'd put thumbtacks in our neck, and we go, "All right, we'll stay on the beach." So listen, I know all about our life. Look, 
I'm glad we've come together on this, and I'm glad you can help me with a serious amount of lawsuits over these all these dead dogs. Hey, listen, it was, hey, listen, it was, it was, it was more. Oh, listen, you can have the idea. No, you can have the idea. No, you can have the idea. Listen, you're my family. I love you. You're a genius. You're, you're, Terry, you're a genius. You're a genius coming up exactly. with that. I can't take the idea. No, I'll come up with plenty more ideas. It's all yours. It's all yours. Well, look, I'm glad we've uh, we've come to a happy conclusion there. Thanks, guys, for calling in. Thank you, Dave. Um, Amber, uh, your brother exercised a ghost from your house. Um, yeah, that, that's uh, that's right, Dave. Um, he did. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a, a bad thing for a sibling to do, though, if you had a ghost in your house. Well, it, it does if you're really lonely, Dave. Right. Um, as he knows, because he doesn't spend any time with me at, at all. So. So this ghost was like a friend of yours, or he was exactly a friend of mine. What was the ghost's name? Or Casper. Casper. Ob- obviously. Right. That's Sorry, Dave. I, I mean, isn't isn't that kind of natural if you if you have a friend who's a ghost, and he's. He's friendly. He's friendly. That you'll, you'd call him Casper. What kind of things did he do? Like friendly things? I... Oh, he'd just blow in my ear. Or, you know, just start tickling my feet. And Is that it, not a little bit creepy? Well, he's a ghost, Dave. Yeah, I know. But did you did you find take solace in that well, comfort? The thing is, Dave, that I... I I haven't had a, a boyfriend in a, a really long time, and in fact, I've I've never had one. I mean, I I did ask Casper out, um, but he 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 did make that line very very clear. Um, that he didn't want to take it to a romantic. No, he didn't, and I I I mean, I feel he he may have been worried about um, underperforming. You know, you know, being made of of, of plasma. Plasma. Yeah. Um, yes, and. It, but the thing is, Dave, I, I imagine that is what um, a, a lover would do, is it blow, blow in my ear and... and, and tickle, tickle your feet. Tickle my feet. Yeah. yeah. So you, do you think you were getting mixed signals from Casper then? Um, do I do I think he, he, he played me? Yes, I do a little bit. Yes, right. I do. And I... He mugged you off. The thing is, Dave, I, you know, I, I, I don't mean to be arrogant, but I am a... a very attractive woman. I mean, pl- plasma or not, I, I, I'm not quite sure how Casper wasn't attracted to me. You right. know, dead or alive. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very good looking. Yeah. And I'm wondering if the exorcism was a little bit of a, a cover for playing away. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you think maybe Casper has moved in with your brother? I am concerned he might have and I But look your your brother is on the line he's he's heard your call and and wanted to call in. Uh, Jeremy like your sister here is saying that maybe you've stolen her friend, her ghost friend and and possibly there's something romantic going on between you guys. No, that hasn't happened. Oh. It's absolutely not. Oh, 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 come on now. Just... Well, Jeremy, what? why did you decide to exercise Casper from her house? Well, have, have, you, have you ever seen a, a ghost movie, Dave? Uh, like Ghostbusters, exactly. Like, yeah. Well, exactly like Ghostbusters. Uh, how often? How often does it end well? Well, it usually doesn't end well for the ghosts. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And there's a reason for that, because they've got a dark. they dark. They've got a darkness in them. They're not here to, you know, hang out and have fun and exchange plasma with my sister. Um, they're here to cause trouble. I, sorry, I, I, sorry, Jeremy. I, I have to interrupt you there because I, I did tell you that there has been no exchange of plasma. For a start, I don't have any plasma to give. It's not your plasma I'm worried about, sis. Um, listen, I'll be honest with you. You know, we're family. Um, I got in there. Uh, I had my crucifix. I brought Father Brennan. Um, no, 
Don't... Oh, Father Brennan's a great exorcist. Oh, yes, I know. He's the finest exorcist in Ireland. I, I looked everywhere. Uh, with regards to, you know, ghost movies not ending well, I think everybody looked pretty pretty damn happy at the end of, of Casper. Well, listen, and Ghost. Uh, and Ghost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, there's, there's always exceptions to the rule, but the, what I'm trying to get off my chest is that I this, mean, is, this is one of the exceptions. I mean, most films have happy endings. They do. When they, you think they, about they it, really even ones with ghosts. One day, when I was exercising Casper, we got to talking... And he's a very interesting man. Before he passed away, he was a chess champion. Right. Not internationally, but a national champion. And I myself am getting into chess. And uh, just before and, and uh, just before I was about to blast him, I said, checkmate, Casper. And he was in stitches. So we got chatting. Um, and very interesting lad. So the truth is I didn't exercise him. I've no plan to ever exercise him. Um, I now live with him. So... Amber was right. You've stolen her, her friend. Mm, you know, she was right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give you straight. She was right. I had to lie to her at the time because um, she's a little bit erratic. Oh, I am not erratic. Mm-hmm. I am yeah, not you erratic. Do, you do sound a little bit erratic. That's, that's absolutely absurd. Was that's... it Casper's suggestion to spare her feelings this way? I don't think Casper's too worried about her feelings from what he told me. Okay. Oh, Casper would never say that kind of thing about me. Well, I don't believe what Casper would say about you, Amber, but maybe the radio isn't the place to say it. Amber, I'm sorry. I, uh, this obviously is not the outcome you would have hoped for. But, you know, to take solace maybe in knowing that Casper is still out there. He's friends with your brother. Happy. Maybe maybe he'll come back into your he's life. the happiest he's ever been, Amber. Oh, Oh, Jeremy. Listen, I, I don't want to cause trouble, okay? I want you there at the wedding. So I, 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 that's why I came on this show. I want, I want oh, to build bridges. Okay, so you, you and Casper are engaged? We're to be wed. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a small ceremony, but I absolutely want family there. It's, oh, we um, are not family anymore, Jeremy. I mean, by blood we are. Oh. Absolutely. Amber, is there any way you could see it in your heart to forgive Jeremy and, and maybe go to the wedding? It's in Cashel, in uh, just East Mayo. So please do come. I don't know that I could face that alone, um, uh, Dave. You know, maybe you'll meet someone nice between now and then. Maybe I will, Dave. Get out the Ouija board, Amber. There's plenty of ghosts out there. You just got to find them. Oh, for God's sake, Jeremy. That sounds, I mean, that sounds like a good I mean, that's suggestion. that's needy. That's like the, the, the Tinder of the, well, of the death world. You know, I, Tinder, it's slim pickings on Tinder these days, you know, so maybe... Uh, and you haven't been particularly successful on Tinder, so maybe it's time Well, to I don't want to look desperate, you know. Yeah, well, look, it's, it's, it's worked out for Jeremy. I'm just saying, keep it in mind. Listen, thanks so much for both of you for calling in. Thank you. Remember, if you would like to hear your complaint feature in a future episode, tell us what's grinding your gears at phoningitinshow at gmail.com or you can banish your demons on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook at phoningitinshow. Right, we'll move on now to uh, some of our other callers. Um, Bill, uh, your bank won't lend you any money, I believe. Well, I went into them today and uh, I was like, um, it's the bank, yeah? And they said, uh, yeah, yeah, they did. And I said, uh, I'm looking to get one of those uh, things where you give me money. And uh, they were like, well, if you step into the office and talk to me. And they wanted all my details. Right. They want to know everything about me. Like, what kinds know? of stuff? Uh, my name. Okay. My date of birth. Yeah. My address. My phone number. Well, this is all pretty standard stuff, email. though. Well, you didn't ask me for that before I came on here, did you? Well, I got your name. I mean, I'm not. you're not asking for money from me, Bill, to be fair. What do you need the money for? Uh, it's for, uh, it's for, uh, it's for me ma. Right. Yeah. Just to give to her or? I'm trying to get her out. 
out of my house. Okay, her house. Well, her her, her, her own my house. my house that she originally owned and is now mine. And how did you take ownership of I the house? I became the age that she was when I was born, and therefore, by right, it is now my home. Is your mother happy to move out of her house? God, no. Okay, well, no. I think you might struggle to make that happen, even if you did have the loan. Well, the reason the reason uh, she'd be unhappy moving out of the house is because uh, she'd be moving into no house. How much money were you looking for for your mother? Uh, two grand. Two grand. And, like... What's she gonna do with the two grand? Like, what? That's not buy, a lot of money. Buy, buy a house. Buy, you buy wouldn't. A house. You wouldn't get a house. It's more money than I've ever had. Yeah. yeah, but you wouldn't get a house for two grand. How much? How, how, how much did you get a house for? What? Well, I mean, it, it depends. But you're talking hundreds of thousands, you know. What? Hundreds That's of thousands. A few more than what I just said. Yeah, there, it's isn't a it? good bit more. Uh, Chester Radcliffe from uh, Bank of Erin is on the phone, and he might have some financial advice for you, or maybe might be able to help you. Um. Bill, listen. Um, How are you, Chester? I am very good. Yep. Uh, Bill, look, um, there's some details you just have to give over, okay? Um, I, I feel like I feel like you're 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 doing Bank of Erin an injustice here to say that we weren't helpful. You know, I didn't inherit this bank off my dad when I turned of age. You know, yeah, you know, to just give out bank loans willy nilly to, to to anyone who doesn't have an email address, Bill. So Chester, you're saying you did inherit the bank when I, you came of age? I, I said that wrong. Yes, I, I inherited this bank when I came of age. Well, you see, this, I can't this throw is exactly my I, point. I have how some... how how is it that ye ye two can just walk into lives that are just ready for ye, and when it's my turn, suddenly the whole world is a problem with me? Do you know? I know that seems. Unfair, they want to throw me mad onto the street. You know? It sounds to me like you want to throw your mouth out on the street. No, it's society that wants to throw me mouth out on the street. Also, as well, you know, I mean, I've got a young, I've got a young son, Bill, and hopefully he, when he turns of age, will inherit this bank. Um, and 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 you know, I, I, if I were to give two 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 thousand euros to you, like he came in, it also sounded like you were about, you were going to get some thugs to throw your mother out in the street, and you couldn't even give me an email address for that bill. What were you, how, how were you? Go, what was the, what was the two thousand euro going to do, going to do to get your mother out in the street? Because you wouldn't tell us in the bank. Why don't you tell us here and now? Well, I I, I know I said there earlier I was I was going to use to buy a house, but um, um that's the, you're you're right actually I did. You've caught you've caught me there. I don't know. It, it was for uh, two 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 me mates uh, from school. So you wanted to pay a couple of thugs to throw your mother your elderly mother out of the house onto the streets. Yeah, well, this is just based on the advice that I've been getting from the people in my life. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no, it's, it, look, Dave, Bill, it's spot on. It's legal, you know, but the only thing is I'd love to give you the money to get to do it, but, no. you know, you've got to go through the, the, the proper uh, procedures. Well, look, Bill, um, your mother has been listening and she's contacted the show. Um, Vanessa. <coughs> Hi, Dave. Hey, we ma. What's your take on all this? He's actually not a, not of age yet. I, I, I can't argue with his, his logic, but I, he's not actually of age. Uh, Dave, I'm 32. He's only 13. Listen, ma'am, I'm not going back to school. You, you, your son, you, I mean, you've got to go back to school. Because... I can't the two. They just they throw, me, they throw me out of the school every day and they're like, there, now you're out of the school. You're not allowed like, in the school maybe, anymore. They're two bullies. Two leave, bullies. Leave yeah. them alone on the Instagram, you know. Like, like, well, I, I mean, you know, it's the only tool I have to fight back against them is to send them jokes about their dead parents on Instagram, you know? that, But that's just my sense of humour. That's, you know, they have muscles. I have my wit. Do you not think, Bill, that 
you're only 13 and maybe you need your mother's help and guidance even for another four years and then you can throw her out as is apparently your legal right. I'll tell you why I'm the smartest you're man in, in the room actually. I'll tell you why yous are all yous are all yous are all wrong and I'm the I'm the one who's won this conversation, right? Go on. I'm never going to have any children. You're idiots. That's all you have to do. Yeah. It's a very simple win. Yeah. That's pretty smart. I've Laura, been saying it. I've, I've been saying it for it. years. Yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah. You are the, the the sunshine of my life. Thanks, Ma. Well, that's all well and good, but you might you might not feel that way when you're living rough on the streets in six years. That's all I'll say. Guys, listen, thanks so much for calling in. I really appreciate your calls. So I actually have a guest in studio with me today. My guest is Montana Halfthat. She is a professor of archaeology, an expert on the occult and an obtainer of rare antiquities, but also, I suppose, an adventurer of sorts. Isn't that right, Montana? Yeah, you could say I'm an adventurer. <laughs> uh, and you're just back from one of your trademark adventures in Patagonia. Patagonia, we, we came across these um, man-made temples and um, it's believing that it's the narrowest point between here and the nether realm. And did you bring back any artifacts or...? A handful of rocks and stuff like that. Yeah. And what are you hoping to do with those? Or Put them in like a nice glass bowl, you know, maybe you can put your keys in there. <laughs> so Montana... Um we're going to have another number of callers. I, uh, can you stick around? And I'd love to stick around. Great. Well, Sarah's on the phone. Um, Sarah believes that a sarcophagus that she acquired, it might be cursed. Oh, that's right up my alley. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm, I've been having a little bit of trouble with uh, my sarcophagus. Um, can it, you describe it? You know, it's got a cat head on it. Um, yeah. my, my cat head is, is quite fresh. Um, well, I, can you, what do you mean by that? really needed to, j- to jazz it up to uh, ma- make it stand out from, from the other uh, sarcophaguses. So I cut off my, my cat's head and I put it on there. And just uh, since then, I- I've just had the, the funniest feeling that uh, that there's something like haunting it or, or something. Right. I mean, I've, I've seen these sarcophaguses, Dave. Everyone's trying to be the new, I've got the best sarcophagus. Mine, you know, it's like a, a talking point now at dinner parties. Yeah. And have you ever heard of someone cutting off their own cat's head? Oh, God, it? no. That is maybe a splash of paint or something. Um, normally, you're not supposed to touch them. They really are quite sacred things. Well, I, Sarah, I mean, like, what, were you, why did you kill your cat? When you know the Egyptians revered them so. I mean, well, the, the thing is, Dave, uh, and, and Mohammed was... <laughs> She's getting emotional. Montana, uh, Montana I, I mean, the thing, the thing is, Dave and Montana, is that I am not Egyptian, and I, I'm, I'm really sick of people implying that I am. And so I thought that maybe if I, I cut off my cat's head, I'd be cutting those ties in, entirely, and no one would call me that anymore. Because, I mean, everybody knows that, that the, the Egyptians were very the, yeah. yeah. the last yeah. thing they would do, yeah. You think this sarcophagus is cursed. Do you think that killing your own cat possibly brought that misfortune on yourself? Or do you think the sarcophagus was already cursed? Not to get too scientific, but... Well, can I ask... Help! Just, oh. Help! Oh, what's what's that? Is there someone in the sarcophagus? Well, I mean, they, Sarah, it sounds like you might have someone alive Dave, inside your sarcophagus. Um, once again, Dave, with Is the, that the hospital? With the, per- the personal question. He sounds Egyptian. Uh, no. <laughs> he, he's not Egyptian. So there is a man in the sarcophagus. <laughs> oh, he got you. Dave with the old switcheroo. You're on the phone. Can you hear me? Um, the thing is, Dave, is that I mean, 
Why do you say uh, sarcophagus for it, not to put person in there? It is its main, you know. Yeah, use. no, I agree with I that. Mean, but it's usually, like usually I mean, the. Put hey, there we go, there we go. Hey, we got the look. I just said that maybe you can put some makeup on. I just found. I, I just started to gag him and then I started to keep rapping and rapping and rapping and and then I was just covering his face and it felt good and so I just kept I thought what if I covered just his chest going. Yeah. And, and, and his testicles so it wasn't, and his arms it wasn't a planned thing is what you're saying it just kind of happened it was, it was and developed kinda, it was, naturally yeah I mean it, it, it just sort of went that way yeah. yeah I mean it was like a natural development yeah, it was going that way Honestly, you know mummification is a new kink it's a very sexy yeah, thing yeah and I think our, our relationship has, has improved monumentally since then just, just ignore Sorry, that. Sorry, I managed to get the bandages off. Please help. We're, we're at, um, where are we? Sarah, tell them where we are. Just, it's okay. You could let them know it's gone too far. Oh, Ellen, I'm afraid Ellen, I can't we're, do that. we're running low on time. Right. I would love to stay with you guys and hear right. more. Um, but I'm afraid we've only got time for one more call, so I'm going to have to move on. Guys, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you, Dave. Um, yeah, Montana, we've time for one more call. Um, mm. It's uh, an old colleague of yours on the phone uh, Colonel Moreau uh, he, he said the word colleague but he kind of s- suggested in a way that maybe mm. you know maybe there was some animosity there and he believes he has an artifact that you might be interested in Colonel hello yes it's me it's Colonel Monroe. I've made a grave discovery I think I know what you're going to say last week I was in the pyramids you know the way we, we explorers mm-hmm. you know, we just walk, we go into the pyramids we're allowed in we have the we have the we have the swipe pass yes the swipe pass so I was using my swipe pass so the weekend off mm-hmm. figured well you know I pay the 60 euro a month and I never use it I might as well I went inside mm-hmm. all the sarcophagi are gone oh my god they're, they're not there anymore you know what it's so funny you say that because mm. we just had a lady talking about a sarcophagus that she, it's this new trend. She it's had, this blasted new trend. Yeah, suddenly everyone wants a sarcophagus, and I you mean, know, where are they going to look? Ancient I don't Egypt. suppose any of you asked this woman where she is. Oh, unfortunately, we didn't get to that. No, no, that's a shame. Not. That's a real shame yeah. because that would have really solved a lot of the entire mystery of this. Well, you know Dave's protocol. He cannot interfere in the lives of strangers. I mean, I, I don't like it's to the phoning get, it in protocol. Yeah, yeah yes, I don't like yes, to get too deep into anything just for, for legal reasons more than anything else you know i don't okay. i don't want people coming back at me and we've had a few lawsuits basically i've given out some bad advice colonel um you mentioned that you did have an artifact that mm-hmm. montana would be interested in i found your nokia 3310 remember the one, <laughs> remember the one that you lost back in the when was it ish Yeah, a little then. stumpy. Yes, it was stumpy, yes. Remember we were in the pyramids? Yeah. We went in a group thing. It was oh when we God. were still in, in archaeologist school before I'd gone into the military. Does it still have all does it still have all our custom ringtones that we wrote together? Well, believe it or not, when I went to switch it on, it it turned on and it does. That blasted phone is incredible. Shall we sing our favorite custom ringtone together? Yes. It really does. And we're getting caught up in reminiscing, Colonel. You know, and yes, it is enjoyable to sing our custom ringtones again together. And but I can't, I can't forgive you for what you've done. What's this? Was years ago. I don't. What's this, guys? Colonel was on some massive trend to prove he wasn't Egyptian. What happened to our cat? 
she she uh, she went she went away. She just you know one day you have a cat and then it's cats they're they're wanderers naturally mm. right right Dave. Did you We've kill all, Did you kill a cat? I may have pushed a cat. I mean I I don't know if that's and the difficulty. It was on its last life. Right. And it was not going to land on its feet this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. No. Everyone knows when you're when you're eight in or nine in rather. That's that's yes. it. So I I took that into account when I pushed the cat. That's look. We are we are scientists. We are occultists. We were performing experiments on our cat. You know. Oh, that's how you ran through the other nine. We lines. ran through the other nine. Can you run through those nine experiments? We poisoned it. Yep. We um, we shot it. We, we rubbed it the wrong way. Oh, rubbed it the yeah. wrong oh, way. That's all we that's did. Really we, we 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 put it in a sack and tried to uh, drown it in a Russian river. Yeah. Yes. Um, and we put it in a sack and tried to drown it in a river at home just to as a control. Just as a but control as well. Was the sixth, yeah. fifth, that, that was sixth one. The sixth. Sixth. Um, we uh, three, two. One bludgeoned it. You bludgeoned it bludgeoned to that. Yeah. Yes. 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 Well, guys, look, it was great to have you both on. It's good to reunite friends, even if it is only over the phone. I'm afraid we're out of time. I want to thank all my callers today, but I especially want to thank Tony Cantwell, Amy Hughes, Richie Early, and Stephen Colfer. Guys, thank you so much. Do you have anything you want to plug? Tony. Yeah, you can check out my Facebook, Tony Cantwell Comedy, and at Tony Horror on Twitter and Instagram. Put silly videos up there. Stephen, uh, I am uh, technically touring at the moment, right now. Uh, I'm Thanks over for in Edinburgh. Oh, <laughs> no problem, no problem, guys. Uh, I'm over in Edinburgh uh, with my show Dream Gun Film Reads. We're in Underbelly Bristow Square all this month, doing a different comedy reading of a film every night, uh, of a different film every night, and then we're back in Dublin uh, in the middle of September to do the same thing in the Dublin Fringe Festival. Excellent, Richie. In terms of improv, Kirsty, we're on. Uh, we have a Facebook group, so uh, that'd be great if you give us a like. There's also Company of Gentlemen, Doctor Potato. If you ever see either of them performing, please do come along. And Mob Theaters coming in November. And Furries, there's a web series that I'm involved in called Furries, which is coming out at some point soon. So please watch that too. That'd be great. Great, Amy. Uh, yeah, my improv group Crumbs has a show sometime in August in Ansha, and I can't remember the date. So come along. <laughs> uh, you can check out the Tightrope's Facebook page for all the dates of the different shows. So yeah, check That's out right. check out Crumbs. Amazing, thank you. Before you go, I have a favor to ask. If you enjoyed the show, please tell some friends about it or rate and review us on iTunes. That will really help other people to find the show. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.